Yo, welcome to the Purple and Gold Frames podcast. This is episode number six. I'm here with my man, Marcel. Yo, what's up, man? And he's going to break down the calendar for this week's uh, Lakers schedule. So we got today, uh, on November 1st, we got Mavs coming in to Staples Center. On Tuesday, we got uh, Nuggets also coming in with Moutier. And then on Friday and Sunday... We're going to be out in New York City playing the Nets first on Friday. And then the Knicks, uh, Porzingis team, Carmelo team on Sunday. That's going to be pretty cool. little East Coast swing there. Yep. Get it get it started. and uh, We need these wins, man. Yeah, we uh, we, we need uh, to stock up for the winter. we got to hibernate. Uh, December is going to be real, real cold. Yeah, so we need to be eating these teams up. Uh, last week's game wasn't too too favorable for us. We needed those wins because, like as you say, December is going to be cold and it's going to be a pretty rough schedule for the Lakers. So they need to be feasting on these uh, mid-tier, lower-tier teams, right? Definitely. So let's get into it. Let's do it. All right, let's go into the segment that we call Around the World, where we talk about things that are going on in the NBA. Lou, you want to take the first shot? Yeah, I'll take the first shot. We'll go and uh, we'll talk about the upper echelon teams of the Western Conference. uh, And and we'll look at Golden State, Clips, and uh, OKC, which are all undefeated, unsurprisingly, in this first week of basketball. Yeah, Steph just knocked down that 53 points. Dude is dude is Neo. Fluid, right? Ne- he's Neo. Like <laughs> everything's in slow you, motion. And yeah, what did Neo say? Like no. What did he say? <laughs> he, he he's just in the, he's in the zone where he yeah, can shoot was... or go to the basket or to assist playing OKD. What do you think this dude's going down as? At the end of his career, his legacy is going to be what you think? I think he's mixed two things together that don't think a lot of uh, players have in the past. And that he's a deadly shooter like Ray Allen. But he can also take you off the dribble. He has these amazing handles. But he's not always trying to get to the bucket to dunk on you. Uh-huh. He's just he's just so slippery. He's, he's a wire so slippery. Would you say he's a John Stockton type player as far as like history or a... Uh I don't know. What other point guard do you see out there that's or in history that's had an impact? I think, like I think he's changed. I think he's changing the game just because he, the way basketball in the NBA is going with the um, the three pointers and layups, he's like the prototype of that. Now it only works because he's got a great quick shot and he's got great handles. Who have you known in the past to have that? And in the past, we were so, you know, big man dominated. And it was just a different different game. Like in the 80s, they would they would knock the hell out of a Steph Curry <laughs> doing that. <laughs> Somebody would, like, literally hit yeah. him, and it would not even be a foul. And he would not be able to do that. But you can't touch anybody right now. So he's got that freedom. He's, you know. He's dancing pretty out there and getting all his points doing it. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can't underestimate his defense, though. He's pretty fast on the defensive end as well. I mean, his whole team, as uh, you know, the whole Golden State Warriors squad is is a great defensive team as well. You know, their their offense overshadows their defense, but um, man, they shine when it comes to to putting the ball in, in the bucket. What about OKC? You, did you see a little bit of them? 
I saw Durant kind of going off or, or yeah Durant what? went off in that double overtime win um yeah they're coming I think you know they're they're Durant is not showing any hitches he's coming mm-hmm. around you know maybe a little bit of uh, that first game he was a little rusty but he didn't want to make any excuses on that so I think they're going to be a powerhouse once again. Last year, they didn't make the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to be hungry. They're going to be ready to get back in, in the mix there. Nice. What about the Clippers, man? Did you see the clips? I saw a little bit of the clips, and uh, you know Blake Griffin looks like he's playing pretty well. And, and I think they got a great mix. I, I think that uh, the additions that they have now is going to take a lot of pressure off, or at least enough pressure off Chris Paul. Because at the end of games, Chris Paul has to make the food. He has to, like, put it on the plate and put it up to the mouth like a baby. Like, DeAndre, eat this so DeAndre can dunk. You know, he needs, like, somebody like Paul Pierce to, like, you know, take this possession. Because he hasn't made it far. And and it's a shame because he has the talent and that team has the talent. And, you know, we're Laker fans, but, uh, hey, you know, it may be their time this year. Uh, they they look pretty good. I'll be honest with you, man. I didn't see the game. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any of the games. I haven't seen them at all. I don't know if it's just me because uh, I'm a Laker fan and yeah. I don't want to have. I don't want to see the the clips winning. But mm-hmm. uh, I didn't see the game. But I've been you know hearing about Lance Stevenson and yeah. how he's he's fitting in pretty well and all that. So well, you know what? We we need a a Clipper um, specialist to come in. Let let's let's work on that. Maybe yeah, we can have man. somebody come in and. Uh, Give us a little beat on it because they are in L.A. and uh, yeah, maybe we could 20 seconds some, of the Clippers or something. Maybe we'll bring in a, yeah, a Clipper fan in here and uh, and hopefully uh, he could share some insight with us yeah. of what's going on with the Clippers. Look for that next, next time, maybe. <laughs> cool, yeah. So uh, you want to take the next shot, man? You want to go and take the next shot? Yeah, let, let's, uh, you know, it's the first week, but maybe in terms of uh, uh, surprises because those other teams we thought would be there. Um, there's some teams that, uh, you know, have not had a great first week. Like the Rockets, you know, or had two L's at the beginning, you know. And I think this is the first time that that's happened. I don't remember the exact stat, but it might have been like since the 80s or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. So that they had two L's to start. And, they you know, they lost to, against the Nuggets, you know. I mean, I, I wouldn't have expected that. Golden State, you know, they think they got smashed by Golden State, Um uh, and then the Pels, the Pels, we kind of put them in the playoffs, but they they have not looked good. They and then maybe they have some injuries and whatnot, but they're zero and three. So there's a couple of teams that they're not doing what uh, kind of we thought they might be doing. But it's it's the first week. It's just you know take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, a lot of teams come in experimenting with lineups or mm-hmm. you know implementing new ideas and they find out quick that it doesn't work so they switch yeah. it up and and get into something else but yeah man the pelicans is kind of shocking because uh you know the loss against the blazers i thought they would have won that mm-hmm. one but like how you said there's some injuries there and and it seems like they give pretty good fights just maybe little lapses here and there but maybe they, they're not they don't seem like uh they've taken that next step like they made it to the playoffs and, you know, they're trying some different things, like Anthony Davis shooting a whole bunch of threes and whatnot. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, I think I think I would like him a little bit closer as a focal point and then, you know, maybe in transition or something like that. You you, know, you haven't shooting those threes, but it doesn't seem like... Um, you don't want to run that through him all the time nah, or have him out man, and become nah. one of those 
uh, stretch centers. No, he should be the one stretching it out for Ryan Anderson or somebody. I mean, he should be the one down low, you know, getting double teamed and and, and popping it up. But I don't know. Uh, We have to just keep our eye on that. Um, uh, So uh, we got another shot. Um, Three at the top of the key. So we did the highs, we did the mediums, let's do the lows. Let's see the teams, let's talk about the teams on the bottom of the of the uh, Western Conference there that are, are struggling mm-hmm. out, out of the gate here. Um, unfortunately, one of those teams being our Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, yes. yes. And uh, who else, who else uh, was struggling there? Which I think it's just the usual subjects. So we got Lakers, we have, um, like we talked about Houston. Mm-hmm. Being 0 and 2 as well as with the Lakers, so there you go. I mean, you can't really. It's the first week of basketball, right? Yeah. It's it's the first week of basketball. You know the you know the Rockets are going to be somewhere up towards the the playoff line. Well, let's talk about the Lakers. I mean, uh, I think we had three good quarters of basketball out of <laughs> out of eight. eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you need four, you know, or at least be able to string together four um, to win in a game. What's your take on, um, you know, we got demolished by the Kings. So um, what's your just wow, your basic that, take? That that game, I, I, I would like to erase from my memory. <laughs> but unfortunately, it's in the books that the play, the defensive play of, of the Lakers, especially the backcourt, not being able to contain Rondo. Rondo looked like Steph Curry out there. I mean, mm-hmm. these guys were like, Running all over, it's that's a shame because you know um, Russell's what? How old is he? You know, twenty, nineteen, twenty or whatever. He should you know, have some legs. Right? He should have like he should be able to cut all that. Not only him, but the rest of the even Clarkson and all these other guys. They should be able to cut off that penetration. It seems how many points do they have in the paint? Eighty points. In the Eighty paint. points in the paint is uh, ridiculous to me, especially having Hibbert there. Having these other guys, and what well, what ended up happening was that they got into foul trouble, right? Because they couldn't contain these guys. So mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of I'm I'm sure Byron had a lot of things to pull out of that film session with that with that game there. Um, Rubio had uh, torched us, us as well, but we were winning that game. The the uh, the first game we should have won that game. I put that that on the coach, but um, you know uh, we need some changes. Um, uh, we don't need to throw out everything. I don't think we need to throw out everything, but a little uh, tweak. Here there's there. some tweaks that uh, maybe we can talk about. Yeah, hopefully tonight, man, we'll get a we'll get a different look. Maybe they'll come out with with some more fire and and you know mm-hmm. defensive edge, uh, and turn that into a W, the first W of the season. Yeah. All right, so that wraps up around the world. Let's get into this next segment. <laughs> All right, so this next segment is something uh, that we're going to implement. It's a new segment called the Bench Press. Bench Press. Yeah, so obviously we're going to be talking about the bench, the production, and what each player brings or doesn't bring to the table. It's a good time to do it because uh, I think we have uh, some structural issues with our bench right Definitely. now. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> what like you those. see? Well, I mean, we got so we got uh, Lou, Huertas, Kelly, Base and swaggy, right? Yeah. So, um, who's doing well? Let's talk about that real quick. Who's who's who are we happy with in the bench press? Man, I think Lou is a phenomenal pickup, and, mm-hmm. and Swaggy's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as like you know what he's doing to come in and, and 
produce. He's not firing on all cylinders. Like he's not super. You know, he's effective. Though. He's very effective. You know, you could come in. He can make something happen. Mm-hmm. Lou, same thing. Lou's great. Man. He's great. Huertas is still kind of like he ain't yeah. he ain't down and he ain't up. He's exactly. right in the middle. I, I agree. He's kind of in the middle right and now. And he controls the game. Just sometimes he's a little out of control. What do you think about Kelly and and Bass? Bass should not be in a rotation right now. In that he has not played well. He just has not played well. I think he played well one game in the preseason. But all the way up to now, he's not played like the guy that we've seen on the other teams. Kelly has a lot of flaws. But I, I will give Kelly the benefit of the doubt that his, he's moving his feet faster. He is giving a lot more effort. The issue I have with him, he does not rebound. Or he I'll put it this way, he only gives one effort after he gives that one effort he'll sit there with his hands down and the guy will dunk on him right yeah, so he, i actually seen that a couple of times where there's a play down low and he'll get a block and i'm like mm-hmm. whoa but then he'll stop yeah. he won't go <laughs> yeah i'll do my job yeah and then the guy dunk on him or or like just make a layup and that's the difference is those second and third and fourth efforts that mm-hmm. people give in that you know and yeah i could see i definitely seen that um Base, I mean, uh, you know, base, I like to call him base because uh-huh. I like Rob base. base. Yeah, and base. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. He's not really showing that that potential or, or that, that skill set that he had on other teams. Mm-hmm. There was one time, I think, against the uh, – I think it was against Minnesota that he got the ball inside. He threw it down. He got yeah. it there. He, threw he, has, it down. he has athleticism, but that I guess what I'm saying is that shot. I'm not saying that uh, he is – not giving effort or doesn't have talent or just is, you know, a, a detriment to us. But what made him really good is that he would make that little, you know, 15-footer yeah. consistently. He would consistently make that, and then he would do some of the dirty work. He's still trying to do some of the dirty work, but that shot is not jumping. Here's my thought. I think he's not equipped to be a uh, small ball center. He just does not have, obviously doesn't have enough size but his activity level and the other things that uh, you would need to be an effective Dramon Green sort of small ball oh, okay. center sort of thing it, it is not there. They need to move him back to power forward and Ryan Kelly or Bass or Bass. Uh, <laughs> they they're one player. What that's one spot. Yeah, Pick, I see that. It's you two. Know. You got two players with the same type of skill set or whatever in mm-hmm. at, at the same time. It's kind of Eliminate one of those two. You say it's you say it's uh, bass. I don't care. I don't care who who which one of you can do Kelly. You can do uh, bass. Whatever a bass. Whatever you can do either one of them. But neither of them can play small ball center. Yeah. Neither. Would you rather see a, a Terry definitely, Black definitely. instead of Bass or Kelly? Definitely. I would. I would go if you want to small play that small ball thing. Then put Black in there because Black will hustle more. Black has extremely long arms for his size, even though he's he's undersized. He has long arms, which allows him to play bigger than he is. Bass and and Kelly. That, that's not what they're sort of equipped or used to doing. And I think Bass will hit a shot now and then. Now, I don't know. It may have an impact on the flow of the offense in terms of, you know, they're trying to stretch the floor a little bit. But right now, they're getting eaten up on the defense. Yeah, that bench ain't doing it. No. They did it the first three quarters mm-hmm. of that Minnesota Timberwolves game. Mm-hmm. That fourth quarter was atrocious. 
and last game it carried over into the last game against the Sacramento Kings where they didn't even show up. You know, I had a thought that I haven't talked to you about. I thought I would even rather have Metal World Peace as your small ball center. Wow. I, if you're going, I mean, if you're going to go kind of crazy like that, because <laughs> uh, Meta, I, you know, strong man, you can hold strong. it down. I don't. Neither of the, none of these things work on a long term basis. But if you're trying to muck up the game a little bit, I, I don't think that those those uh, rebounds that Ryan Kelly was just sitting there letting the that letting Costa Kufos or whoever would just happen as easily. You know, Ron Ron would still get you know kind of stuff handed to him, but he's super strong. Somebody else, somebody else other than those two. That experiment does not work. Yeah, I definitely. Space. Hopefully, we see a little different uh, rotation or different change, different change in the lineup. Uh, this evening against the Dallas Mavericks. Um, and then, well, you know, the players, they do what the coach tells them, right? Mm-hmm. They go in there. And they, if, if the coach calls upon uh, uh, Bass and Kelly to get in there, you know, they got to do it. So how much of it goes back on, on, on Byron? On Byron. Yeah. He, he's, like we say, like I've said before, he is very slow to change. And um, uh, we talked about this a little bit before. It's like, those 1999 commercials set it and forget it you know what I mean he's like set this lineup and set this starting lineup and they just go in and they do their thing but I think he has to be an in-game coach um, making adjustments adjustments it, these things don't work Some maybe it works against some teams but when you see it's not working you're going to have to make some adjustments and you have some talent to go to you have some other guys that you can throw out there you don't have the excuse of last year where you had Wes Johnson or Wayne Ellington and you just yeah, you know you just had whatever you had yeah even uh the kid uh, Anthony Brown you know even we yeah. left him out of this because he's not really in the rotation he, yeah. if somebody gets into foul trouble then they'll answer him but I mean you know we were talking earlier how he's pretty solid he's not gonna demand the ball he does his defensive work and he he just kind of goes with the flow of things. But I'm I'm happy with those guards. I'm happy with the point, the two, and the three. You know, they're fine to me. They're kind of working. But where it doesn't work is those big guys or supposed to be big guys. And maybe it, maybe they the way it's constructed right now helps those smaller guys, uh, you know, get more room. But it, it just, you know, if we just keep trading buckets on a downhill spiral against these teams... When the starters come back in, they don't have enough power, firepower in the, in the starting lineup to uh, to account for more slippage in the in the uh, yeah the whole the, the whole purpose of the bench to come in to maintain uh, the lead or not to not not let the lead dwindle too much. On a positive note, they would increase the lead. Mm-hmm. So when the starters do come back in, they don't have to work as hard to to manage the game. Uh, obviously, you would love to sit your start, you know, rest your starters and let the bench take care of the the, the, the whole game. But and that's the one thing I seen on the first game that uh, you know, that bench came in and the lead started dwindling and start. You seen it start unraveling. Yeah. And and Byron didn't make no moves. He left them in there, left them in there, left them in there. And then once they lost the lead, then he called on his starters. And by that time, you know, it was a little bit too late. Perhaps I mean they still had a chance to win it, but it shouldn't have been like that. They should have had a. Uh, uh, a solid win. They were up by what, fifteen or whatever. Yeah, I mean, and that, that's on the coach. When you lose like that, when you are up that much at, with that much time to go, 
then it's it's definitely on the coach. It's not on the players. They've shown that they're not fighting or doing whatever, or the other team is doing something, and, and you need those in-game adjustments. And if I say one thing again about Byron, I think that that is one of the things you could really criticize him about. I don't see... I don't see that from him. Those in-game adjustments. That, and, and that's going to uh, impact us throughout the, the year because we just don't have enough talent to to get big leads and and to withstand changes from the other team. Yeah, hopefully uh, as the season progresses, the bench press will have more of a, a mm-hmm. positive note to it. But it's the first week of basketball. Yeah, there's the first a week of basketball. So it's yeah. like, you know, there's a lot of... Uh, Analyzing a lot of configuring, so yeah, it's not you know we're not uh, slitting our throats or our, our, our uh, wrists right now. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's not like gone. Uh, uh, it's not a lost cause, but uh, definitely we need uh, some some changes, and I think that's going to come from personnel. Cool. Too. That wraps up the bench press. Let's get into our next segment. <laughs> All right, that brings us to the Young Gun segment where we talk about the young guys that we have on the team. Uh, Why don't you uh, tell us who you have in mind right now? Well, I want to talk about D'Angelo Russell, our number two pick. Um, A lot of hype around this kid coming in and and doing a lot of good things for us. I want to criticize, uh, positively criticize or critique him Mm -hmm. uh, on his, of what I see so far. Uh, There's a lot missing there. Yeah, I don't think he's a starter, but right now, maybe. right now, I don't think he's a starter. He's a little slow. Um, he's indecisive at times. Sometimes he tries to make those crazy passes at the wrong times. Um, his shot is somewhat okay. He has somewhat of a good shot, but definitely not the type of cat that I would like starting. I would rather have maybe a Lou or you know somebody else coming in and 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 picking up you know jumping out of the out of the out of the gate quick. And making an impact, and he's he seems like everybody's going at a pace, a faster pace, and he's like a few steps behind. He's he's a little slow, so yeah. he's got to play fast. He just has to get that ball down the court faster. Yeah, I saw somebody had a clip out there that showed um, that he gets into the offense too late, and and so at the end of the shot clock, somebody <laughs> has to throw up or throw up a shot, and we, they, we criticize him. Uh, saying that he wants the ball more, but he has to get into the offense faster so that it can get back to him. Yeah. It's not going to come back to him if he's dribbling, kind of surveying, and it, it, he, he has to play a lot faster. A lot, lot faster. And you make a good point there. I mean, when you come down, you only have 24 seconds. You come down, you eat up eight of those seconds, and you then you have to find, you know, people are like, you know, defense, good defensive teams, they're not going to let that ball, you mm-hmm. know, they're going to put pressure on the pass and everything. So, yeah. He needs to pick up the pace a little bit. Who who else do you want to talk about on this young young guns uh, segment? Well, I was like uh, Jordan Clarkson. the The guy to yeah. me is almost the best player. You know, he yeah, can man. get his shot at any time, and even in a, the Sacramento game, he he still could um, get into the paint and score. So I'm 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 pleasantly surprised that that uh, the only issue with me and I don't know if it's an issue with the coaching or, or how they're telling him to play, but those guards are getting into the paint against him, and he's not keeping the guy in front of him to me enough. That has got to improve because he's scoring, but he's giving up 
you know, points of getting guys into foul trouble, him and D'Angelo. Yeah. Uh, and Kobe can't stop anybody at this point. So our <laughs> our our wings and our, our our guards are not defending well enough. And so he has the tools, and he he has to to me uh, improve in that area. Yeah. So he has to play both ends of the court, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. His defense, his def- his defense is not that bad. Yeah. It's 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 uh, his his. On ball defense is to me the issue. His off ball defense, he's chasing steals. players and, yeah. and cut, jumping lanes and doing mm-hmm. all that. Yeah, that's where he, he that's where he shines. But yeah, you're right. The on ball defense, he you know moving his feet or getting you know fighting through a screen, he always gets wiped out. There's there's a there's a there's somewhat of a skill in, in getting through. The fish used to do mm-hmm. it pretty good. You know, if mm-hmm. if he's not getting through, he's getting the foul call or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I like I like JC. I like J- uh, uh, Jordan Clarkson. He's definitely a, a shining star in, on the squad, and he's only going to continue to get better. Mm-hmm. I look forward to seeing his his uh, progress. What's let's, another one? Yeah. Let's get into Julius Randle, man. Julius the Beast Randle. I mean, mm-hmm. this guy's been playing pretty good, uh, minus that last game. I don't know what happened to him on that last game. He just got he was in a funk. He got taken out of uh, his rhythm there with the. Little bit of a fa- little bit of foul trouble. Yeah, and it, this is his third regular se- season game. You know, he had that first game and he broke his leg last season. Last season, and he had that f- the first game against uh, the Wolves, and this is his third game. So taking that with a grain of salt, the kid is going to have a lot of ups and downs. I'm telling you, until he gets that jumper down, you're going to have more uh, variations in his performance. Once he gets that Blake Griffin jumper down, I'm telling you, no one will be able to stop him. Yeah, that'll be a, that'll be a good uh, arsenal. To, that's a good arsenal to have a jump shot and that drive. But right now he has to rely on trying to get to the bucket, and and that doesn't work all the time for him. It just it just it, some teams are going to let some teams are going to be more. It's going to be more effective against, uh-huh. but a lot of teams that. You know, he just might not have it going, or they'll just sag off of him, yeah. give him the jump shot, and wait for him to you to know barrel into to them. barrel into him or whatever. And yeah, definitely needs to get that shot down. Um, I'm looking for him to bounce back tonight against the Mavericks and uh, you know have a good game because I have him on my fantasy league, so he better do good. <laughs> well, he's got to go against Dirk. I'm sure. Will he be matched up against Dirk? I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, yeah, I think he might be able. But you know, I think he could take Dirk. Dirk's old, man. Dirk, but Dirk's Dirk's Dirk. Wiley. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, man. That wraps up Young Guns. Uh, let's go into this next segment. All right, so we come to our final segment of the of the podcast. It goes by the name of the Golden Ticket Matchup, which. Uh, we take one game out of this week's schedule to highlight and see what's going to happen during that game. And this week's gold ticket matchup is the game versus the New York Knickerbockers. Yep, baby. Uh, we've got a lot of little storylines going on with that. Uh, we've got Porzingis. Okay. Huge dude. Huge dude. I think is going to have a, a, a great upside. Uh, I, I caught a little bit of the game and... He and Robin Lopez, man, he was bigger than Robin Lopez out there. Wow. And he was shooting some threes, and that guy is going to uh, do well. In the I haven't had a chance to see him, but I know he's a, he's a rookie. 
Mm-hmm. So we'll see how he fares against our rookie. You see who has the better stat line that night, mm-hmm. which is next Sunday, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it's always good to see L.A. versus New York. They always mm-hmm. seem to be uh, good games. Kobe seems to have big games in, in Madison Square Garden. I don't know if uh, he's going to have one this go around. You might want you, you this might want last to tune time. in. This is last could time. Could be. I could be last, last time going there in a Laker uniform. No. Uh, <laughs> Because uh, you got uh, also you got him you know meeting up with his his boy Mellow right yeah his boy be... Fish his boy Phil yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his boy Sasha Sasha you know it's a little reunion going on over there right that's yeah. gonna be interesting to see that that game and see how what turns out see who has the better the better squad because last year they were both, they both bottom suck. feeders right but so, don't sleep on them though the Knicks two and one right now and and. Uh, Chuck Charles Barkley is pegging him to be a playoff team. Really? Yeah, Chuck, Chuck is like Chuck is putting him out, putting him out there. Huh? He's on the Knicks bandwagon, so yeah. we'll, we'll see, man. Uh, you know, Melo's a force to be reckoned with still, and uh, you know th- th- this guy you're talking about, Porzingis, pans out to be what they expect him to be. Well, then, you, you can't know? you can't teach height. The dude nope. is so big, and and he has some skill. I'm telling you, I mean that in itself. You know, you get get given the ball in the box, and they run the triangle. You know, so they they're going to, um, you know, utilize that big guy. So that's going to be huge. What about Phil and uh, Genie? Phil and Genie, the love connection, <laughs> the love triangle, right there. I'm 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 curious. I'd love to be a fly in the wall uh, when they meet up and talk mm-hmm. about their respective squads and and what kind of trash talk they. <laughs> Yeah. Say to each other yeah. over a nice cup of wine or something. Uh, mm-hmm. Who do you think? Who do you think is going to win out on this on this uh, front, Genie or or Phil? Wow, man, it's it's tough to say. Tonight will be a big indicator uh, to me, kind of what direction were were these two games that we lost, flukes, or is this team just what they say about us you're talking about the Dallas game tonight yeah the Dallas game is uh, I gotta see I have to see more I really can't no if I have to if I have to say uh, I'm going to say the Knicks because I think the Knicks are playing better and they're playing at home yeah yeah, and we got so many rookies you know you think about D'Angelo going to MSG it's a lot it's a lot of shine right there right a lot of shine it's a lot of shine for Clarkson and Randall, I mean, this is this is you know you talk about L.A. being a big market, you know, and having a lot of yeah. things. But going, to, you've been in NYC. I've been in NYC. Yeah, it's different electricity, man. Different yeah. vibe out there, and it's definitely always hyped up when the Lakers come into town, regardless of what they're doing during the season. Just yeah. to have Kobe in there, people come, and I mean, you hear them rooting for Kobe in the, yeah. in the Madison Square Garden arena, and they're gonna show him some love too, because I think I think uh, New York. They've always shown him some love, like you said, and and who knows they they might want to try to get him to to come there. And uh, they so appreciate the greatness, right? They appreciate it, other than like you know some some of these other <laughs> folks out there, even Laker fans. Some of them. So that wraps up this gold ticket matchup of the week. Tune in next week for our podcast as we break down all things Lakers and NBA. Catch us at purpleandgoldframes.com. That's purpleandgoldframes.com or purpleandgold.com as well. You can also find us on iTunes. Search for purpleandgoldframes.com and you will find our podcast. I'm Laker Lou. I'm Marcel. And we're out. Peace. Peace.